Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor for Information Security Media Group. I'm at InfoSec Europe in London, speaking with Patrick Morley, President and CEO of Bit9 plus Carbon Black. Patrick, thanks for joining me. Matthew, great to be here. Tell me what you're seeing on the incident response front these days. We're seeing on the incident response side a dramatic change in the prioritization of incident response right now in companies. Traditionally, incident response was something that was done in a very reactive way. Uh, you typically brought in outside parties to do it. And what we've seen over the last 12 months is a, is a real dramatic change in the incident response market where both corporations as well as incident response firms are getting much more proactive in the way they're building out their practices. Incident response was, a, was really a cottage industry and now it's becoming a, a primary sector across both IT security, but also within consulting practices across the globe right now. So previously, would incident response have been more of a, oh no, we've been breached, or oh no, it looks like something really, really bad has happened, bring in some experts to tell us what happened? Was that the previous model? Yep, and, and most of the, the tool sets that were being used were homegrown. Most of the methodologies that were being used were homegrown. It was, again, a more of a cottage industry where most of the practitioners knew each other. That's all changing right now. When we go and speak to companies on an IT security front, increasingly they're standing up as part of their security operations center a dedicated incident response or digital investigations team. Uh, and they're much more focused on building out their own capabilities in conjunction with partners but building out their own capabilities to be able to respond to incidents. And, and fundamentally, the change from a cottage industry to actually a more defined practice with methodologies, et cetera, to me, is a recognition that, that the compromise is inevitable. It, in the past, if I thought compromises were going to happen sporadically, then my focus on that area, on incident response, is not as high. But if I believe it's going to happen repeatedly, I'm going to build a lot more expertise in that area, both in my own firm, but also across consulting firms. If I'm a medium or larger enterprise, and I, you know, CISO inside that organization, is it difficult today to make a business case to have a full-time person or team of incident responders at work? Basically, the incident response team is, in many cases, a team that initially is seen as a insurance policy. But what quickly, what we see happening in companies is what they quickly figure out uh, is that that incident response team is actually busy 24 by 7 because of the number of, of incidents that are typically happening in a company today. In the last 12 months, on our Carbon Black platform, we just finished training our 400th incident responder. So in the last 12 months, we've trained 400 incident responders around the globe. About a quarter of those are in corporations and about three quarters of those are in the leading incident response firms around the globe. And the reason they're getting trained on Carbon Black is because they want to be able to use a platform for doing response as opposed to just doing a set, using a, a set of, of tools that are all homegrown. Organizations are looking for methodologies, platforms, processes in order to do the response side more effectively. What is gained by organizations who do this in advance? I mean, as obviously they can react to incidents more quickly because they can detect incidents more quickly. Does it also help them get a more proactive mindset for defense, do you think? Absolutely. I think within the security market, uh, as, as different technology sets mature, 
you, firewall technologies, IDS, IPS, et cetera, you, you get a gen, some of the traditional AV products. Uh, you get the newer practitioners wanting to focus on areas that are, in many cases, more exciting, more interesting, more change. There's a lot of change happening right now uh, inside the incident response side. One reason is the growth of the sector. There are so many investigations going on uh, internally in companies right now. Um, number two, it puts you in a position of, of, of heavy responsibility and high visibility. Because um, uh, as, as a response team, your opportunity to go back in and present to the CISO, present to the CIO, and in some cases present to the board itself uh, is much higher than in many other areas right now of security because you're essentially in the middle of the fight. The third reason is, is that uh, for leaning forward organizations, they're actually moving from a reactive response uh, profile to a proactive. So one of the buzzwords we all hear about now is I want to hunt. And we increasingly see organizations building out a response team that's not waiting for the adversary, but is actually proactively going after the adversary, hunting the adversary in the environment, and in, in some cases, not stopping the adversary, actually just watching the adversary, what they're doing, so they can learn the TTPs of that particular adversary, try and understand exactly who they are, what they're after. Uh, so this is an area that's going through dramatic change uh, in the security industry right now. Many businesses are understandably reticent to disclose, at least publicly, when they've had a breach. Yeah. Does that complicate this effort of trying to get organizations to prioritize incident response? I think that when we look at what's happening out there, there's a set of companies that, uh, consulting firms, that are very focused on this right now. Uh, and we partnered with the leading incident response firms across the globe right now to leverage our solution. They are building really relatively traditional in a sense from, a, from an approach, methodology, process, tools, consulting practice. And I think they're actually in many cases leading the way on what it takes to build a world-class response. And then they're transferring that knowledge over time back into corporate IT security groups. The market right now is moving uh, to stand up incident response firms at varying rates. Most companies today will have multiple providers on contract. So what a lot of people don't understand is that it's such a risky world out there today. We'll actually go and I'll have a retainer with three or four different incident response firms. I have my own incident response team in addition. And then when something happens, my first responders are my own team. But then I quickly bring in these consulting firms that I'm working with to bring in stronger expertise. Over time, that knowledge gets transferred and my own incident response teams become more sophisticated on their ability to go out and, and do the responses. In the U.S., you have to disclose that you've been breached. That's not true. You know, we're sitting here in, in London, and in the EU, those same requirements vary by country, but generally, you do not have to disclose. That's going to change over the next 12 months with legislation that's going on. The more that breaches get disclosed, as painful as it is, the better it will be for all of us, all firms. Wake people up a bit more. Absolutely. Yeah, when it's quiet and under the rug, it's harder to fund it, harder to focus on it. And when you're out there with it and talking about it, it actually makes the whole security industry and all the practitioners better. Patrick, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. For ISMG, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thanks for joining us.